This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one size fits all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. Grab your copy of the Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Whoa, sweet Medicaid. Thanks. Serious upgrade. How'd you pay for all this? I got a home equity line of credit from Figure. I was approved in five minutes and had funding in five days. Wow, that fast and easy? Yep, the application is 100% online, plus no out-of-pocket costs. Just fast access to the cash you need. How do I get started? Go to figure.com and get that serious upgrade. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky. Hey, 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 everybody. I'm sad to say we had some tech issues with this app, so I'm going to try to talk you through the missing parts. The recording started a little late into the show. There's a small section missing in the middle, and then it cuts off before the end. So I will jump in and try to describe, to the best of my stoner ability, uh, what you're missing. It was an enthusiastic crowd at the Cap City Comedy Club in Austin, Texas, when I took the stage on Saturday, January 30, 101 Dalmatians. I didn't say 101 Dalmatians. I don't remember what I said. Because, as you know, the show started a little bit after 4.20, because I always have an appointment outside by the dumpster at 4.20. I asked the crowd to show me their name tags, and they did. Lots of good ones. Then I plugged my stand-up show at the Improv in Fort Lauderdale on Tuesday, February 24th, and mentioned that I'm doing movie interruptions in San Francisco, Traverse City, and Nashville, and to go to douglovesmovies.com for more info. You know the drill. Basic opening of the show stuff. The prize bag had a a schmovie board game in it, uh, some buttons, a t-shirt, and some stuff from my guests that I don't remember. One of them brought some VHS tapes that were pretty funny. Uh, the guests were John Erler from uh, Austin's movie mocking troupe Master Pancake, or as Josh Brolin and Inherent Vice would call them, Moto Pancakeu. Moto Pancakeu! Hi! 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 Love that scene. Kurt Braunohler was there, headlining all weekend at Cap City and promoting his uh, internet thing called Roustabout. 
Another local phenom and beloved Douglas Movies guest, Chris Cubis, was there. And the host of Afternoon Everybody, Jeff Tate, made the trip to Austin specifically at my request. And boy, were they all funny talking about the prizes. But then we got to the part where I ask, what movie have you seen lately? And that's where the audio starts. Talk to you later. Have you been to the uh, movies lately, Kurt Braunohler, with your uh, Mag- tra- traveling schedule? Magnolia, for the first time. Oh, did you have that like on a little screen while you were on the jet ski? Yeah, the whole time, just watching <laughs> just three watching hours Magnolia. of Magnolia. Great scenes, guys, great scenes. Unbearably long movie. <laughs> That's an interesting way of looking at it. It's a series of great scenes. Yeah, and not a movie. Yeah, like, he made a web series. P.T. Anderson is just obsessed with making web series now, I think. I uh, love that somebody wanted to help out Africa, but they were like, you know what? I'm not just going to do it. You got to do something real fucking weird first. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, guys, come on. What can I do? <laughs> It's like that guy that got eaten by a snake, you know, or tried to get swallowed by a snake, and he only went in up to his like shoulders or something. But uh, oh yeah, that, that guy. guy was trying to raise awareness for the rainforest, and I think it backfired. I think people just think of him as the guy who tried to get eaten by a snake. <laughs> Did he and go in feet first, like he was trying to shimmy into a sleeping bag? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think they wanted the snake to feel like how it would naturally feel when it eats a human. So uh, apparently, they like to they like to get the. They like to suck the guy in from his head down, and but they, so the like, snake sucks him all the way in. But he, he, you know, he's a grown man; he couldn't fit. What? Plus, he had well, a special thing on so that he couldn't get crushed. He had like a special uh, jacket on so that the also snake John Voight was already inside the snake, so <laughs> there wasn't a lot of room. Movies uh, in Anaconda. In Anaconda, when John Voight pops out of that snake and winks at the camera, it's the greatest. Oh. But the ending of Sleepaway Camp is even crazier. Oh, <laughs> uh, there's a snake. Well, not really a snake. Oh. You've already said too much. I feel, um, I feel like we're for sure there's a wink at the end of Sleepaway Camp. Like, there's definitely... There might not be a snake, but someone winks. Um, so, uh, Chris Cubis? Yeah. What have, what have you seen lately? Have you seen any of these uh, uh, movies that are up for awards? Uh, I saw I saw top five today. I don't think I got nominated for anything, which Mm-mm. is racism. Uh, <laughs> it's not. It's not Selma. It's just Black Birdman. I don't know if you've seen that movie or not, but <laughs> it really is. Oh, but I will say this about that movie: I want DMX to show up and sing a weird old fucking show tune at the end of every movie. Has anyone seen? He shows up in jail, DMX, and he sings Smile Though Your Heart Is Breaking. And he's like, what? Smile! It's the best shit I've ever seen in my life. I want him to just show up in every movie and be like, keep pushing up rubber tree plants, motherfucker! Whatever. It's great. (laughs) All right. (laughs) And I saw John Wick for like the 15th time because that movie is the shit. Yeah, that's my top five from last year. It's just John Wick five times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's great. I, t- I take that back. There were some other good ones. But uh, I like that you said top five is Black Birdman, though. It is. Because, you know, Chris Rock uh, was just in a, was in a Broadway show. That was part of what inspired him to make top five. Is oh. that he, he decided he was a better actor and that he could really... <laughs> <laughs> I love Chris Rock, but I don't know about that. <laughs> Again, Chris Cubis's opinions are his own. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Chris, yeah, he might not put me in top six. I apologize. I don't see that happening. There's not going to be a top six. Uh, John Erler, have you been to the movies? Uh, I, I don't like to go outside uh, the house, but I've sure. watched some mo- movies on uh, Netflix. I saw Frank the other day. I love Frank. Listen to those I, people. I wish I could agree with you on that you one. You didn't love it? I had high hopes for it. I, somebody just, told me it was like, I, all the reviews I read were like, this, this movie's so weird. It's like just one of the weirdest movies you've ever seen. But there's nothing weird about this movie. It's not that movie. weird, no. No, there, I thought there's it was a charming. weird, yeah, there's a weird character in it, but it's a very charming movie. It's like almost famous or, or like the commitments or like a band yeah. movie. No, you know, it's really whatever. about yeah. a band and getting along and, uh, you know, uh, yeah. creating things. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, there were definitely charming moments. While wearing it. a big paper mache head. What's the big deal? <laughs> yeah. It's about life, love, and a big fucking paper mache head. Yeah. It's how some people roll. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it was really a great movie, actually. It was really terrific. Well, I'm glad I turned you around on that. You did. <laughs> I, I see your point of view now. I also watched uh, Divergent because I felt like I had to. Uh, as somebody who makes fun of bad movies, I felt like that was like definitely high up there in the list of movies that, that might be thrown at us at a choose-your-own-pancake. Um, unfortunately, I think Amazon took it off its list like the day I started watching it, because like after midnight, I tried to watch the second half, and I couldn't. So I've only seen the first half of Divergent. Oh, let me uh, fill you in what happens in uh, okay. Divergent. Uh, they continue with their training. Yeah, that's it. That's the whole thing. It's just, two, it's just a whole movie of training, and then we'll see you for the next one. See you for the next one. We might actually go out and do something. Did you, did you see Boy Divergent, Maze Runner? I, no, that's next on my list. Yeah, yeah. it's the same thing. Did Richard Linklater make movie. Boy Divergent? <laughs> I did watch Boyhood, too, actually. That's on uh, some streaming service, too. There you go. One Every person yeah. over there loved it. <laughs> yeah, let's hear it for Austin Film, man. Come yeah. on. Every single runner. person in this movie, probably some, uh, every person in this room during that movie at some point, my house. <laughs> well, a lot of the scenes they shoot in that movie are filmed in Austin, but they're supposed to be in Houston. Like, there's a scene at, like, a great bowling alley in the movie that's uh, here in Austin called Dart Bowl, and it's supposed to be... Yeah, yeah. But it's in Houston in the movie, so fuck that movie. Sound, yeah. <laughs> Sounds like that movie's full of fucking lies. <laughs> I like to go. <laughs> I like to bowl in a place called Dank Bowl. Um, I get it. That's yeah, good. it's really it's just kind of wet and cold in there, but it's still fun because nobody goes there. Yes, <laughs> bowling in a basement. Have you been to the movies, Jeff Tate? No, not. Uh, I saw. I haven't been able to go to the movies since the last time I was on the show, but I did watch Sixteen Blocks on HBO. <laughs> Don't laugh at that. <laughs> I it's can't good. Not laugh. Is it, it? I like that movie. What's yeah. up with most deaf's weird? Most deaf's accent is like he's actually deaf in that movie. He's like, <laughs> oh no, man, you're making a birthday. Everything got a birthday. Oh, a fucking stupid movie. Yeah, yeah, he's great. He does a really <laughs> great job. It's based on a true story, Chris. I don't know why you're making fun of a real person. <laughs> Who talks like that? I'm pretty sure it's based on that Clint Eastwood movie, Gauntlet. Isn't it? Basically the same movie? I feel like there was just a bus in both. <laughs> Fair enough. And you're like, oh, it's the same thing. There's a bus in this one, too. <laughs> it's kind of like Speed. <laughs> uh, no, I like that movie. I thought it was fun. I also like any movie that uh, is like, it's good. This happens in right now. Like when It's like a real one of them real-time movies. Oh, those are the worst. They're so hard to pull off because real time is boring. Like, that's why movies have editing. That's why you don't have to fucking watch everything happen. Like, that's the one thing that kind of bugged me about Birdman is it's just like once in a while they can just, the camera could stop moving around. And the drumming could stop for a few seconds. No, you, Whiplash was played in the next theater. Yeah. That's all that was. You're it was just, just bleed out. over. Um, what did I see? I saw something. I saw, well, I saw Sleepaway Camp, so... What happens Can't at the really end of that? Can't really think about anything else. What's that? I said, what happens at the end of Sleepaway oh, Camp? You, you, everybody should rent it and find out. Yeah. I can't, I can't officially add it to my movies I've seen this year because I'm trying to see 365 movies this year, and uh, I can't officially add it until I go back and see the uh, few minutes that we missed. I, I heard we missed a scene involving bees on a toilet. A hundred percent. I mean, I don't know if you saw that scene, but if you didn't, there's didn't. fucking bees in that movie. We... <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's good to find out for sure. <laughs> Somebody, we, we have to cut out like 10 minutes or 15 minutes of the movies for time when we do them at the Alamo, um, and that's the scene that we missed. Yeah. Is yeah. that the best scene in the movie? No, I think the best scene in the movie is when that fucking pedophile cook is like, oh, I love these little kids. We call them baldies. <laughs> so most Def likes to make birthday cakes, right? <laughs> And he's got this notebook uh -huh, uh -huh. of birthday cake uh, drawings. <laughs> I don't know. Bruce Willis is kind of hungover. It's my favorite version of Bruce Willis, the, the frumpy Bruce Willis. The one that's like, really, me? That's my favorite Bruce Willis. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, they're like, hey, Bruce, do you want to do this movie? Uh, he's like, uh, how much moving around is there? And they go, well, it takes place within 16 blocks. He's like, I'm in. <laughs> if I can just stagger around a 16-block area for you know a couple of months, that'll, that'll be good. Um, <laughs> he's in this thing now that I saw a preview for. It's on uh, VOD. It's Vice, and it takes place in the future. And uh, Bruce Willis runs a place that's kind of like Westworld. It's like you go there and fuck robots. And then the robots start, you know, fucking back. And uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I meant to say fight both times. And um, <laughs> no, you you probably fuck them and fight them. That's what happened in Westworld. Is you got to you got to do swordplay and then sleep with the women. But and they're all robots. But uh, then um, Thomas Jane shows up and he like tries to stop it. Yeah. That's what I got from the uh, previews. <laughs> I, I don't necessarily want to see it. Is it called Vice? Am I right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> Has anybody seen it? No. no. <laughs> I like that that guy answered for the whole that room, guy by was the way. In, <laughs> no. I no have one. a feeling he's going to be the alpha audience member. <laughs> he's the one you're going to have to talk to if you yell out Amy Adams. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, how are we doing on time, you guys? Are we doing all right? Um, oh, I saw on Netflix, I watched uh, Bonnie McFarlane and Rich Voss's documentary, oh, yeah. Women Aren't Funny. Yeah, I saw that recently. And they absolutely prove it. I, good job. <laughs> I like when a documentary has a thesis statement and just says Yeah, out. no. At the end of it, you're like, shit, Bonnie, you are right. <laughs> I saw, I forgot, no, I saw it's Inherent. It's funny throughout, actually. What? I saw Inherent Vice again. The floor is closed to movies that you've seen. <laughs> Wait, you okay? You went back and saw it a second time, thinking it would make sense. Well, I was hoping that. Did it? No. Uh, <laughs> I was hoping that I missed something the first time I saw it. Like, like there was one scene where we were like, "Oh, if I had seen that, I would know what." Did the you fuck see was the happening. scene with the bees? There was no bees. <laughs> I feel like the same way I feel about almost every Paul Thomas Anderson. Like, you walk into a room, he introduces you to forty people, and then there's a quiz. Yeah. <laughs> And then none of them do anything. Yeah. And then it's over. But they cry a fucking ton. Yeah. And then I feel stupid because everyone's like, he's the best. And I'm like, like, am I dumb? Maybe I'm dumb. (laughs) Well, that doesn't describe there will be blood at all. (laughs) That misses on every... (laughs) Uh, I I think he's an interesting filmmaker. And the Inherent Vice was uh, more fun for me than The Master, certainly. Uh, (laughs) But... um, you know, keep doing your thing, man. <laughs> if you're listening to this, PTA, keep doing your thing. Wes Anderson, somebody made an interesting statement recently on Twitter, probably, that Wes Anderson kind of made, you know, got a lot of criticism for making the same movie over and over again, kind of having his own little universe. And then Grand Budapest Hotel comes out and everybody goes apeshit for it. It's like it took everybody a while to catch up to him. Now he probably won't keep making the same movie. Now that people finally get it. <laughs> I'm so angry on his behalf. <laughs> He's, yeah, his next movie is a cartoon horror slash sex film. Sleepaway Camp 3 is ready to go if he wants to. He wants I, I think there's a partial script out there somewhere. Uh, uh, they've already the made Sleepaway of- Camp 3, by the way. I'm a fan of that series. They made one, two, and three, and they half made four, and they released it oh, on DVD. Oh, four was the half one. Yeah, they played like five minutes of that movie. It's pretty great. It's just literally like a a chick gets hit by a truck and then it says sleepaway camp and then the credits roll. That's really all they shot. (laughs) Sleepaway camp four. I know what you did last summer three. At the beginning of the movie, there's, a, there's an accent and some people die. Like, at the beginning of the movie, it's all, it's, they're setting up that it's not even necessarily about a, a slasher at a, at a camp. It's just, like, just a random accident camamp. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> well, well, and it felt like it was going to be, like, a Final Destination movie where, like, everyone who goes to that camp just dies some weird death while right. they're there. Right. And the rest of the people at the camp just, like, get over it so fast. <laughs> After every death, they're back to talking about fucking the little girls and stuff. They don't even care. <laughs> Uh, oh, interesting God. note in the sequels the main character from the first one who goes on to the sequels is played by Bruce Springsteen's sister Pamela Springsteen takes over the role and she goes on to kill a bunch of people it's pretty great 
Whoa. I know too much about that movie. I'm just going to be honest with you. I have the box set. It's really good. I'm, un I'm uncomfortable with how much you know about that movie. <laughs> you should be, sir. You should be. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, uh, this is the part of the show where I say, oh, and, and Women Aren't Funny is very funny, by the way. <laughs> I want to make sure I get that on the record. <laughs> uh, let the games begin. Can I get a tall vodka tonic on stage, please? Thank you. Oh, shit, are those cupcakes? <laughs> Show us your weird name tags, Austin. Really good. And uh, the guys are going to all go pick one. And uh, this episode is brought to you advertisement-free, so... Hopefully they won't take too long. Jeff's really showing his off. Let me see it. Oh, oh my God, that's an amazing one. Holy crap. Jeff finally picked a good name tag. Aw. Sadness. I got good. I don't want to make it sound. I got good name tags in St. Louis last week, but usually before that, I would just be like, that one's close, and then it's just a fucking trash bag with a name on it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, here, hold yours up for me so I can uh, so I can vine it. How do you flip it? Oh, fuck. Who are you playing for, Jeff? Brian to the future. What? That, well, it's the rest of the name tag. <laughs> oh, okay. And it's got a flux capacitor on it. Yeah. <laughs> it's legit. I knocked on it. <laughs> I thought it might be fake, but it's real, you guys. All right, here we go. Let me uh, let me vine it real quick because that's pretty amazing. Come on, you fucker! Why the fuck won't my vine work? No, I don't want a tutorial. I know I'm shitty at it, Vine, but fuck. Just leave me alone. I don't want a tutorial. Vine? No tutorial. No! <laughs> oh, there it goes. Fuck. That was tough. Stop it. I don't want to fucking discard it. Uh, where we're going, we don't need vines. <laughs> Look at this little, char yeah. <laughs> little character coming out of there. That's hilarious. All right, John, who are you playing for? Hold that up. Hold okay. that wallet up. We I got feel, a wallet. I feel like I've got the most Austin. He grabbed a wallet. <laughs> this is the least amount of effort anybody has put into. This is the most slacker sign. That I have somebody named Dustin Jacob. Is that you? Is it Jacob Dustin or Dustin Jacob? Hold on. Right. Is that cash? There's, a, there's about $80 of cash in here. Uh, 60. Don't read any personal information because the listeners hate the bleeps we have to put in. He's spent about... $40 at Hutt's Hamburgers. Wow, what did you get in a fucking hamburger place? Jabba the Hutt's Hamburgers? He went to Dick's Sporting Goods and bought $124 worth of merchandise. That I, doesn't sound very Austin-like. We're, we're what very, if it's just no, we're ping very pong balls? <laughs> we're Chris, a very healthy town. Chris, you got a box of donuts? No, I got a box of Tiny Pies from oh! Tiny Pies. <laughs> right here in Austin, Texas. I'm playing for Patrick. Oh, There's man. bourbon chess and chocolate cream. Oh, my gosh. And I'll be uh, oh, busy for like 10 minutes. <laughs> you can't you put your, those pies, Yeah, Chris? don't put your dick in the pies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> for the listener, Chris said he was going to be yeah. busy and got up like he was about to actually leave. <laughs> yeah. I got with his box of pies. My yeah. tiny dick in those tiny pies. <laughs> don't, don't pull a sleepaway camp with those pies. Let me see yours uh, here, Kurt. Playing for Chad, boys, only because I'm on it. My little head is on that couch. Oh, I figured out you're going to be here. Who's Look this in that. the middle, Shia LaBeouf? Or is that the guy that made the sign? That's Chad? Chad. Oh, all right. Yeah. Cool. An African country. Let's go back to Roustabout. Uh, been helping out a lot of African countries with my goats, so happy you're here, Chad. Are you a representative of Chad? He's not answering for some no, reason. No, he's not. Because he's like, it makes me uncomfortable. The question makes me uncomfortable. 
<laughs> All right. Well, somebody's going to win everything that's in this prize bag uh, for because they made these great name tags. And thank you for doing that. And we're going to start with a game that has two names now. It's called Cluster Flicks or Don't Yell Out Amy Adams. <laughs> any other fucking name. This is just between everybody on stage. I don't think people are too... Uh, Seems like a pretty chill crowd today. Like, nobody's hammered uh, yet. <laughs> I think a few of you might be stoned. I saw a few people outside. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is good. All right, here's how Cluster Flicks works. I'm going to list movies that somebody, an actor or an actress, has appeared in. Uh, somebody that's made a lot of movies. I'm going to start by naming three films. You have to think of the person that I'm thinking of that's in all three of those films. And then everybody can just yell it out into your microphone. First person to get it right wins. If after the first three names you still don't know who it is, then I'm just going to slowly add one more name. And it's up to, uh, I think there might be like 15 or 20 names here. And uh, we'll see who gets it first. Make sense? Mm-hmm. Enough. <laughs> I just thought of the next time we play this game, I'm going to say, after the Amy Adams will begin, I'm just going to play the audio of that girl saying Amy Adams. <laughs> All right, here we go. Your first three movies are... Much Ado About Nothing from 1993. I'm not always going to say the year. It's just there's been more than one Much Ado About Nothing. Quicksand and A Shot at Glory. Kenneth Branagh. Okay, that's Kurt is in with a guess. That's incorrect. Yes. <laughs> now I can relax. <laughs> no, you can guess as many times as oh. you want, and you're not penalized for guessing incorrectly. This Ke is oh, just Morgan Keanu Freeman, Reeves. Denzel Washington, Keanu Reeves, George <laughs> Burns, uh, Emma Thompson. <laughs> uh, as many times. Michael Keaton. Jet Li. Uh, <laughs> Chris it Rock, Bill Cosby, DMX. Who's, I don't... <laughs> who, who said Michael Keaton? I did. John Erler's our winner. <laughs> I was getting there. <laughs> Eventually, I would have said it. Did you really What's figure that? it out, or are you just spitballing anybody? I was jumping on his train, and... Uh, <laughs> was I remembered that Michael Keaton was in Much Ado About Nothing. And I was pretty sure those British people weren't in those other two movies that you said. Andy McDowell. I thought this would... <laughs> I wasn't listening. I thought it was so clever with this list, I thought it would go on forever, but I didn't, I didn't think of the uh, just yelling out names till somebody... <laughs> and pretty impressive you got there that quickly. I mean, like, for, for one thing, I'm never going to do the movies of George Burns. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, you devil, it's just well, pretty good. If you did, I mean, it that would was be really some wild easy. shooting you were doing yeah. there. <laughs> also, I'd love to see Bill Cosby in Much Ado About Nothing. <laughs> uh, that's what he calls all the allegations. Yeah. <laughs> Much. I'm a goddamn hero, everybody. <laughs> so, so proud of you, Chris. <laughs> What you're doing for this country <laughs> through your comedy. I'm just trying to get that Hannibal Burris bump, that's all. <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld fucks dogs. <laughs> Do you know that? I bet you didn't even know that. Go Google it, Google it. You'll find a lot. 28 dogs have come forward and said, Arf! <laughs> They came forward and said, Arf! <laughs> I love that. <laughs> All right, so John Erler gets to go first in our next game. Because he just randomly said Michael Keaton. I, but I owe it all to you, Chris. Thank yeah. you. You're welcome. Thanks for blazing the trail of randomness for me. Cars, the last time, the Merry Gentleman, Toy Story 3, First Daughter. Like, I think it, you still wouldn't have known if you had to just really legitimately guess. Yeah, you had Desperate to Measures, Need for Speed, The Squeeze, One Good Cop, My Life. Game, <laughs> game six, whatever that is. Post-grad, The Other Guys, One Good Cop, The Dream Team, ah. Pacific Heights, The Paper, Touch and Go, Speechless, Herbie, Fully Loaded, 
White Noise, Clean and Sober, Night Shift, Beetlejuice, Batman, Batman Returns, Birdman. Mm. Or the Unexpected. Yes, Jeff Tate is our winner. Uh, You never put multiplicity in there. I would have got in the desert. Multiplicity just gives it away. Do you think I'd play the Andy McDowell game? (laughs) That would be a good one, though. She's been in a lot of movies. And there's a whole bunch of Michael Keatons in that one. Yeah. Well, that's you why I thought it would be a giveaway. That's why I thought you'd know it was Michael Keaton if I said multiplicity. It's, there's no other actor other than Andy that you could even was get Dabney Coleman in that. Who was in that? I don't even remember. Um, but it's not a bad movie. Uh, Speechless, on the other hand, oof, with uh, Gina Davis, and they're both they're supposed to be like Mary Madeline and the other the bald guy. And, James uh, Carville. Yeah, I think those. You'd two say think that. So I would say that. <laughs> Those <laughs> Neighbor James Carville. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For the listeners, John just did an impression of James Carville's mouth. <laughs> he makes a, does a weird thing with his mouth. Yeah. I'm I just, don't think anybody thinks those two are as interesting a couple as they think they are. <laughs> they love oh. that they're on. They're, we're on either sides of the aisle, and the rest are like, who gives? Who fucking cares? Yeah, have a seat. The movie's about to start. (laughs) Sit together, don't sit together. Who gives a shit? (laughs) All right, so uh, since I enjoyed the uh, Sam by Me poster that's still staring at me uh, from the front row. It's weird how much you look like Will Wheaton in that (laughs) image. (laughs) People say that all the time on Twitter. They say he and I are like lost brothers or something, but he's less high. He's less squinty. Um, so I mean, we're going to play Last Man Stanton. And, uh, and this gentleman that made the Sam by Me poster, Sam, allegedly named Sam, uh, he, gets to, uh, he gets to tell us who we're gonna, what actor or actress we're going to use for this game. Let's do Dustin Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman. Interesting. He was referenced in The Other Sister last night. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. The, Remember that? Uh, they, they, uh, what do they say about they, him? They're they like, say that their favorite movie is The Graduate. They're watching The Graduate, and they're cheering on the scene where he's uh, you know, uh, pounding on the church window right. to disrupt the wedding. And Juliet Lewis's character, I think she actually says something like, uh, Dustin Hoffman is my hero or yeah. something. Ironically, they never mention Rain Man in that whole discussion. <laughs> I think it's the subtext. Oh, okay. I know who Dustin Hoffman is now. Yeah. All right. Yeah, thanks. Two movies. Yeah. And then there's like a callback to uh, The Graduate at the end of The Other Sister, which I don't want to give anything away, but somebody crashes a wedding. Yeah, like in Wayne's World 2. And also um, a little movie called Wedding Crashers. They crash weddings as well. All right, so we're going to start with John. Everybody's had plenty of time to load up some Dustin Hoffman movies in their head. I'm going to play along on this one, uh, but whoever lasts longest that's not me will be our winner. And uh, we'll go John, Chris, Kurt, then me, and Jeff. Name a movie with Dustin Hoffman in it, John. Um, Rain Man. I like the way you play. Hmm. Thanks. Chris? Uh, Tootsie. Okay. One guy in the audience likes that. That wasn't a guy. Probably. (laughs) Hey, that's the plot of Tootsie. Mm, Yeah, see what I did? I think that was the joke, too. I was just trying to help it land. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, uh... Cadillac Man. <laughs> Wait, it is your intention what? To, to be knocked out already? I don't know a lot of movies. He's Cadillac in, Man? You think I'm, Dustin Hoffman is in Cadillac Man? I don't even know what Cadillac Man is. It sounds like Rain Man. I was just hoping. I, the only I other dare man. say that's probably the only man movie Hoffman's La- done. Lawnmower Man. Stop it guessing man movies. <laughs> what? That's not his thing. I'm panicking! 
You're out. We'll see you in the, the next boogeyman. game. The Boogeyman! We'll see you in the next game. Sandman! <laughs> I love you, man. <laughs> That's not my answer. I'm going with... Uh, you see him briefly in a movie called The Other Sister. Is he, like, just on the TV or something? Yep. <laughs> Jeff? Meet the Fockers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> John? Uh, Kramer versus Kramer. Correct. Uh, Marathon Man? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> No. I would have gotten there. I would have gotten there if I would have kept going down the line. Uh, <laughs> that reminds me. the president's me. man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's my turn? Yeah. Uh, all the president's men. <laughs> Jeff? The Graduate? <laughs> yeah. Did that really go two yeah, rounds? Yeah, The Graduate featured in The Other Sister. You named, a mo- you named a movie where they watched The Graduate, and The Graduate came back to me. Yep. Still in. What Kurt's doing now is lulling the rest of the players into a false sense of security. <laughs> He's going to tear it up in the Leonard Malton game. Uh, John? Uh, little big man. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of them. Yeah. Turns out. I can't believe I didn't hit him. On I was the like, first he's try. not in any movies. Raid Man's the only man movie he's in. It turns out there's more. Don't. Be quiet. Somebody's yelling out an answer out there. Probably just a joke, but... Uh, Sleepers? Yeah. Yeah, he's Mm. in that movie. Yes, he is. Okay, it's back to me. I'm going to go with uh, I Heart Huckabees. (laughs) Jeff? Uh, Little Fockers. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. I just only want to name the good ones. I just stayed away from that because I didn't want to make a mistake of because uh, he's not in every one of those. It wasn't anyway. <laughs> Moving on, John. Um, that disease movie. Uh, uh, out, out. More specific. Outbreak. Yeah, you got it. You got it. Yeah, outbreak. Yeah. Outbreak man. I used to call it. <laughs> Uh, Chris. Uh, Stranger than fiction. Oh, okay. Um, I'll go with Wag the Dog. Uh, Jeff. Uh, Runaway Jury. Okay. (laughs) Oh, wow. Forgot about that sack of garbage. <laughs> it's the fourth Meet the Parents. <laughs> John? Uh, one of my favorite movies, totally underrated classic, Ishtar. Oh. Have you ever done a pancake about Ishtar? I would never do Ishtar. I would okay. never do it. It's good. All right. Yeah. Chris? <sighs> I, th- oh, fuck. I think the name of the movie, I'm pretty sure it's called Confidence. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. How yeah. confident Edward, are you? I'm very confident. Ed How Burns confident? And the chick with the eyebrows. What's her name? Rachel Vice. There you go. We tried to play Rachel Vice uh, on this game one time, and that was a non-starter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like nobody I, on the panel could name a movie she was in. I call her the Rachel Vice Angel. That's a Marathon Man reference. It fell really flat, but it was pretty smart if you knew the joke. Okay, um, <laughs> I accept confidence, and I'm going to go with Agatha. Agatha. 
What? Yeah. Boring ass movie. Yeah. Jeff. Uh, Midnight Cowboy. Yeah. It's quite quite an obvious one there. Almost, yeah. a, you know, almost like a man. <laughs> it's uh, on our way. That was the working title, Midnight Cowman. I mean, yeah. Maybe Dustin's got it a thing that we don't in, know it, about. It originally took place in the Midwest. And they filmed Iowa. it once every 12 years. But that's the thing in the 80s. Dustin Hoffman would never be on the cover with another Dustin Hoffman. <laughs> two mans. John? So there's a movie that he's in with oh, Sharon no. Stone. You can't just describe it. I'm getting there. Because also it's going to help somebody else to get it if you... Oh, shit. You know what I mean? Right. It's, yeah. it's a one-word title. Uh-huh. It's got Sam Jackson and Sharon Stone, uh-huh. and they're, they're like in an undersea space bubble. <laughs> Shh, don't say it, you guys. God damn it. <laughs> and, and they're always talking about like going into the weird like, time anomaly space bubble, and I always feel like they're talking about masturbating when they do. And they're, they, 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 they accuse each other of having gone into the space Quit bubble. Stalling. Do you know like, the name of it? It's called the Un... The... the what was it again? No, don't I mean, don't I, mean, I, mean I know audience. it. I know the title. Don't of encourage it. the audience. I absolutely know the title, so just go on to the next uh, player. Uh, Chris, what's it called? Sphere. Yeah. Ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> time circle time bubble? And you couldn't remember sphere? You were describing a sphere for like a minute and a half. <laughs> Listen, man. Don't try to deflect. I did better than you. Uh, do you remember the tagline for that movie? It was, you have Don't nothing to sphere but sphere itself. <laughs> I love that movie, too. All right, John, so you're out. I'm going to go with... Uh, a movie called Straight Time. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's a real thing. He played a guy that uh, you know, got out of prison and had trouble getting back into society. Getting back into being straight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's time to You're start. You're out of jail. It's straight time. It's time to be straight. <laughs> Yep, straight had a, has more than one meaning. <laughs> Jeff, do you got another one? It's getting tough. Mad City. Mad City, okay. I don't know what that is. John Travolta and Dustin Hoffman are in it. Okay. Uh, that sounds legit. Sure. Are you sure you're not thinking of Mud City with Mc- Matthew McConaughey? <laughs> when did it become a city? Uh, Chris, what do you got? I was kind of hoping John Erler would start describing another Dustin Hoffman movie. <laughs> I can do Cause that. Because I, I was out before Sphere, so I'm out of... I can't think of any. You're on a blank. Aww. What the fuck, guys? It's all right. It's, <laughs> not, I don't have to it's, leave. It's totally all right. Yeah, yeah. And the audience, they know... Kurt's been up here for like 10 minutes. I haven't named the movie yet. I feel more at ease. <laughs> I'm going to go with Papillon. Papillon. Uh, it's the story of a sleepy wait, this... father figure. Oh, Papillon. <laughs> <laughs> Anything, Jeff? You're a winner whether you get one or not. Okay, then I'm going to say this because it's stuck in my head because of everything else. Uh, there's no way that fucking movie's called Lucky Man, is it? Or is it Lucky You? There was a series that he was in about horse racing called Lucky. Called Luck. Luck. No, no, no. Luck. There was a movie where he played like some old divorce guy hmm. who met some like slightly younger British lady. Uh-huh. And, uh, and then he, was, he got lucky. <laughs> and it, it's either Lucky You or Lucky Man. Uh, I don't know. It's some I think side. you're thinking of Mr. Majorib's Wonder Emporium. <laughs> Opus. But you're still our winner. Jeff Tay wins the game. Woo! Which movies did we miss? Hook! Hook, of course, fucking Hook! 
God damn it. Was there another man? Death of a Salesman. Death of a Salesman was the HBO thing. <laughs> Perfume. Perfume. Kung Fu Panda, Kung Fu Panda 2. Straw, Straw dogs. dogs. That's a big one. Hero, Dick Tracy, where he played Mumbles. Cool Runnings. He's in Chef. He's in Chef. Holy shit. I thought we did so good. Yes, Hero. I said that one too. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty. Yeah, we got about thirty of them, I think. Yeah, not too bad. Let's do it. Let's play the Leonard Malton game. All right, first of all, the Dustin Hoffman movie that Jeff was thinking of was called Last Chance Harvey. (laughs) All right, so the only thing we're missing here is a minute or two of audio, and all you need to know is that I decided to read Leonard Maltin's review of The Other Sister because I mocked it the night before with John Erler and the Moto Pancake guys. Uh, So we will join that review reading in progress. Attempts to free herself from a smothering mother. That's the movie should have been called Smother. Smother. <laughs> Appealing performances by Louis and Giovanni Ribisi as her boyfriend help make up for the wandering nature of the screenplay. What? Though it would be hard not to shed a tear by the end. Really? We were joking around during the end, but uh, Juliet Lewis, Lewis gives a pretty good speech there at the end. What is she She's pretty heartfelt when she's telling, her, telling him how much she loves him. It's cute. <laughs> I mean, it's a fucking stupid movie, but... <laughs> I think she's a good Negative actress. Two. <laughs> Wait, is that the one? Huh, we're not playing yet. That, okay. was just, <laughs> that was just me sharing what Leonard had to say about that movie. If I can get a vodka tonic, that'd be awesome. Did you already ask for one and not get it? Oh, just finished it. I finished that one. I would like another, please. All right, I'll take one, too, while we're at it, then. Thank you. Um, Jeff gets to pick a category, and he gets to choose between these three. The Babadookie. (laughs) That's horror films that Leonard gave two stars or less. Want to do some lines? That's movies where a conga line breaks out. Yeah, sorry, Mark Wahlberg isn't here today. <laughs> and uh, your third option would be Streep Throat. And that's movies where Meryl Streep has an accent. <laughs> Streep Throat. Uh, which ones of those would you like to play, Jeff? Uh, Streep Throat. Okay. Uh, she's got an accent in this movie from 1988. Leonard gives it three and a half stars. He calls the movie astonishing. Uh, I should say he calls the story it's based on astonishing. He also says that um, uh, the uh, obviously Meryl Streep is in this, and uh, he says this particular film, she's heartbreakingly good. And then he also gives an alternate title to this movie, uh, it was also known as, I'm just going to say it, I hope you guys don't know this particular piece of trivia. It was also known as Evil Angels. Yeah. Can I eight, ask? eight names, Jeff. Kurt has a question. I have a question. Even though the floor is not open to questions. Great. The accent, does it have to be from another country or can it just be like, I'm deep today? Technically, <laughs> technically she has some sort of accent in every film she's in. Okay. Sometimes it's just not a foreign accent. It's just her talking like herself. Thank you. Got some uh, beverages. Eight names. Thanks, thanks, Chris. Jeff's taking all eight names. What are you going to do with that, John? Uh, I'm going to do it in one name. Oh. I'm going to do it in zero names. Oh. I guess I gave some pretty good clues on that one. Now, Kurt, you know what name goes it. on here. Name oh, it. this is name it. Uh, what? what are you? How? What's it called, Chris? Death becomes her. No. Uh, fuck. 
What did you think it was, John? Sophie's Choice. No! <laughs> what is it? I Jeff, what did you think it was? He didn't. The devil wears Prada. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? No, not she, devil. <laughs> it's weird she's got so many devil movies. Um, French Lieutenant's Woman. It was exactly. A person over here named it exactly. The actual full title, That Shit with the Dingo. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I would have called it. That's why it had an alternate title for uh, when it was on cable. Yeah. No, it was called A Cry in the Dark, but in no. Australia, they just straight up called it Evil Angels, which I guess is probably their nickname for dingoes. Because <laughs> they're so adorable, but they'll eat your baby. It's well. better than if you find out that's just their nickname for Meryl Streep. <laughs> Evil angel. <laughs> so Kurt Ronerler's on the board with one point. Well done. Oh, jeez. Bold move on the part of Chris Cubis. Yeah, it did not pay off. <laughs> It, literally, I had no idea. I just, evil angels made me think of Death Becomes Her, and I was like, ah, she probably talks like a rich, stuck-up bitch in that movie. That's kind of an accent. Okay. I think her head goes all the way around in that movie. That's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. John gets to pick the next category, and then we will go to Jeff and Kurt. Chris. What? Huh? Isn't it me? What happened? Why? Kurt got challenged. The- her challenge. Right, but we start the farthest away from that and then head back. Because oh, okay. you're, you're not on four-person panels a lot, no, but that's no, how I've been no. doing it, yeah. Uh, but thanks for the heads up. No, I'm, I'm embarrassed now. Can we cut this part out? <laughs> we could stop talking about it. <laughs> if that's what you mean by cut it out. <laughs> Quit it! Uh John, your first option is Argo. That, of course, is movies that end in Argo. (laughs) Uh, Or we're going to need a bigger goat. Ask Kurt. He's got the goat hookup. That's movies. (laughs) Roust about. We're going to need a bigger goat is movies that take place on a farm. And uh, another option is we're going to need a bigger coat. <laughs> and that's films where someone is frozen. <laughs> Which one of those would you like to play? These are all good categories. They're I great ha- categories. Um, Some I, of the best ever. It's a shame to only get to pick one. Yeah. I'm, I'm going with the wordplay one. I'm going with Argo. Okay. <laughs> this movie ends in Argo. <laughs> it was from 1948. Well, it's not the one I was thinking. Three and a half. (laughs) Three and a half stars from Leonard for this movie. He says it has a dandy cast. He says it's the adaptation of a play. Oh. Uh, And he also says uh, someone in it won the Best Supporting Actress Oscar. Mm. Yeah. And he lists three, four, five, six, seven, uh, ten names. Okay. How many names do you need? Oh, I think I know this one. Yeah. Uh, I can do it in four names. Oh, Na- name it. Okay, <laughs> Jeff, I don't know why you hesitated like that. Thought you'd say it faster, like while he was still talking. I, I actually tried to, but I choked on something. <laughs> <laughs> you choked and you choked. Yeah. Um, a lot of times when somebody chokes, it has nothing to do with choking. Wait, what? Uh, your four names. Bold John Erler. Yeah. I said bold. Yeah, not R. Yeah. <laughs> I heard you. <laughs> Harry Lewis. Oh, yeah. Dan Seymour. No. Mark Lawrence. Maybe. And J, J- Silverheels. Whoa. <laughs> Who, of course, went on to star in The Devil Wears Prada. And this movie was described as dandy, right? (laughs) (laughs) The cast is dandy. (laughs) Of course, Silverheels is in it. What do you think it is, John? mm, uh, It's probably The Lone Ranger Goes to Key Largo. (laughs) Is that your final answer? (laughs) I mean, I... 
can't do much worse than that. That's what you want to go with? I'm going with Key Largo. That's yeah. correct. <laughs> Now, be careful with that kind of thing, because normally I take the first answer you give. Thank you for your But I knew you were kidding around. Thank you. I hoped you were kidding around. (laughs) All right, we got uh, John Erler has a point, and Kurt Braun Erler has a point. The other two fellas need to catch it up. Yeah, that's right. Uh, So Jeff challenged John, so we'll start with Kurt and go to Chris. Mm. Kurt. Yep. Red underscore beard 033 not only has one of the catchier Twitter handles you could come up with, he also suggested Jurassic Pork, and that's films where Jeff Goldblum has sex. (laughs) (laughs) Or (laughs) Magic Arc on Twitter suggested Big Hero Six Feet Under. And that, of course, is films where T.J. Miller gets killed. Uh. And Rocktober Supers suggested Turner and Cooch. And that's movies where Kathleen Turner appears nude. I'm going with Turner and her Cooch. Turner and Cooch. Okay. The year is 1981. Mm. Three stars from Leonard for this movie where you see all of Kathleen Turner. Uh, he says about this movie that it's over-derivative. Uh, Not just the right amount of derivative? Nope, it's over-derivative. And it's also the first, uh, it's the directorial debut of the director of this film. And he lists six names. How many names can you get it in? That's Kurt, for me, Kurt, correct. Kurt Braunohler. Six. Oh, I forgot my drink was here. He says six names, Chris. I want to... Oh, fuck. I want to... He's already got a point. He sure do. But I don't think he's so going to get move it, it anyway, even if I give him all six names. <laughs> five names. That's five a risky move. Five names. I'm glad you did the right thing. John? This movie came out in 1981. Oh. Mm-hmm. And it has Kathleen Turner and her cooch in it. I'm sorry. Did I say 81? I meant 51. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Kathleen Turner's really old. <laughs> 80, 81. Uh, I can name it in zero. Oh, actors. fuck you. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know for sure, but I think I might. All right, Jeff. Is it you... that episode of Friends where she played Chandler's dad? <laughs> <laughs> Is Chris, that it? I'm real fucked here. Because yeah. if I say name it, he can win. Right. If I guess, he can win. Yeah. I'm going to go negative one. Woo! I'm just letting you know that I know that I'm fucked. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I apologize. Yeah. I get it. I'm in the stink hole. Yeah. Name it. <laughs> uh, body Heat William Hurt. That's correct. Yeah! Oh, that's a beautiful thing. All right, we have. How's your ska band, by the way? (laughs) That's a joke for the people that can see Jeff. We're doing pretty well, man. (laughs) (laughs) We (laughs) we're playing downtown tonight, just just on the street, like you do in Austin. We just set up and start playing, and I'm the guy who dances. Yeah. And then after you're done, you pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. (laughs) (laughs) Skip it up. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We got a three-way tie. Chris is the only person that's not on the board yet, but he's going to have a chance right now because John Earler is going to start it off, but then we go to Chris. And John gets to pick between uh, Ken Jennings. Oh. Yeah. Uh-huh. He's a frequent guest on the show and a uh, Jeopardy champ. And uh, so Did this you know is... I'm a Jeopardy champ, too? What? Yeah. I think you told me that before. I might have told you, yeah. Like the home version? 
<laughs> I guess I'm right all the time. He uh, just talks around it till he yeah. gets there. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I hope. Did you ever? Did you have to say what is sphere at any point? <laughs> Thankfully, I did not. Funny I thing not. about presidents, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> The Ken Jennings category is movies that are in the titles in the form of a question. Oh. Yeah. And then uh, someone named Sagan Baggins suggested <laughs> Apollo 86, and that's movies where Carl Weathers dies. Mm. And at Jordan Cole Sucks suggested, is he here? Yay. Uh, Interstellar got her groove back. <laughs> and that's uh, Matthew McConaughey, uh, you know, romantic Matthew McConaughey movies. McConaughey rom-coms. What do you think, uh, John? Which one of those would you like uh, to play? I'm going to go with the Ken Jennings category. All right. Would you like a movie that is in the form of a question from 1965, 1987, 1989, or 2007? Mm. As you can imagine, there are a lot of them. Yeah, 89. Okay. Two stars from Leonard. He says the lead actor in this movie is ideally cast and that it has some very funny moments. Well, that's helpful. But, <laughs> but too much outright silliness. Yeah. Yeah, you, you don't want that silliness in your comedies. <laughs> Eddie, oh, like so, you, so you're saying you did see Mordecai? <laughs> Uh, no. He, he, lists, he lists 12 names. I can do it in 12. Mm. Smart opening bid. We go to Chris. 89. <laughs> it's, you have to bid less than 12. <laughs> uh, fuck it, 11. Fuck it, 11. Uh, Kurt. Uh, four. Woo. Strong. <laughs> Don't freak me out, guys. Yeah. Yeah. You can do this again. You can pull this out of your hat. <laughs> he's actually wearing a hat. You can't yeah. see, but Chris, he's Chris a hat. has to pull answers out of his hair. That's not why he's not winning today. Four names. I'm going to say, uh, ah, fuck it, negative one. <laughs> <laughs> you could have just done zero, man. I'm going to let, no, no, because I know the, if it's okay. what it is, all right, all right. The thing. Respect, respect. If you pull, out, if you pull this victory off, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. We got to see what, <laughs> we got to see what John Erler is going to do. Any chance it's, uh, wait, 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 wait John Erler gets to, no he gets to decide, yet. yeah, he could. I, I say, uh, name that tune. There we go. Okay. Okay. Uh, Let me just tell John what he what he just passed up on real quick. A chance for a four way tie. Because if you just said negative whatever, and then Chris challenged you, you miss it, he'd get a point, and you'd all still be playing. We'd have a game. But yeah. instead, the game is now about to end. Good work. Uh, <laughs> any chance it's uh, John Candy? Who's Harry Crumb? That is correct. Yeah! Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. That's impressive. Holy shit, you guys. That's impressive. That was an impressive... Uh, what a pull that you got there. That's tournament of champions yeah. uh, level play right there, right? Yeah. What's I'm that? Add, I'm going to have to add an extra M to my name. An know. extra N. You don't have any N's in your name. I said M. Oh. <laughs> you don't have any M's in your name either. No, but... Jeff I, Tate? I would just we just put another M at the end of my first one, and it'll be like, I'll be like Sam. Jeff Tatum. Sam Levine. I was making a Sam joke. We'll cut this part out, too. Yeah. I, I can only do one or the other. I can only be good at the you game. You can either or win funny. or be funny. <laughs> right. Yeah. The I Kurt Braunohler story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. 
Uh, Kurt, what do you got to plug, man? Uh, just go watch Roustabout. It's on cc.com and on YouTube. It's a, it's a crazy road trip down the Mississippi on a jet ski and a lot of stand-up. A lot of great people are in it. You'll love it. Bye-bye. Oh, it is down the river, though. I went. I went. I thought you Chicago. went around. No, I went Chicago River to Illinois River to Mississippi River. Oh, okay. Yeah, all the way to Chicago. What did you do with your name tag? Oh, here it is. That's right there. Is there a shithead on the back? Yes. Uh, Chris, what do you uh, got to plug? I just uh, my new podcast canceled. We watch TV shows that uh, oh, only lasted a season, here. and we talk talk about them. It's super fun. We're in the middle of Firefly right now, and next we're doing Cop Rock which is the craziest fucking show I've ever seen. Uh, it's very a, strange. It's very weird. Uh, and then watch Sleepy Hollow on Fox. Uh, Let me see your shit. I'm not in it or anything, but you know. <laughs> Give it a chance. It might be good. None of you have seen it. What? Weird. <laughs> I gotta, let's, let me see that name again. I'm going to write it down on this one. Because I gotta get this thing right. Cancelled. It's on iTunes, and you can go to my website, chriscubis.com. It's on there. I'm on Podbean. Cancelled Pod on Twitter. At Chris Cubis on Twitter. You got? Did I stall enough for you to write down? Yes, perfect. Awesome. I'm licking it's, whipped cream off my. It's finger. the most hard to remember uh, shithead I've ever seen. <laughs> I want to make sure I do it right. Uh, John, you got a, a name. So that's everything that we were able to salvage. Apologies to John Erler and Jeff Tate for not getting their plugs in. So please uh, follow them on Twitter and see what they're up to. And I'll have them back on the show again soon. And apologies to the shitheads that I can't remember. One was definitely my mom, which was not cool. <laughs> Got a big laugh when I said it. And I think the other one was Toll Roads, maybe? Uh, please tweet at me whatever the third shithead was uh, that I, uh, uh, I had a hard time remembering when it was written right there in front of me. So uh, I don't remember what it was. And as always, I'm not going to name names, but failing to record all of Doug Lowe's movies is a shithead. Now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of gold, his viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in his heart.